Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Our friends at Intergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy. Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities and congratulations on your record-setting production. The carbon-free energy from Grand Gulf will power a brighter future for generations to come. Intergy, we power life. WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus studio. This is now studio it's the out of bounds show with low bounds streaming live worldwide on the out of bounds radio app. and on your radio at espn 105.9 All set. Let's go. the zone oh good morning welcome in is it wednesday or thursday Wednesday, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. Oh, that's right. I've got lunch today with a client. I just remembered that. It just popped up on my phone at 6.55. All right. Powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Uh, DancingRabbitGolf.com, award-winning. DancingRabbitGolf.com. Welcome in, welcome in, good morning. We've got a couple of really good topics for you today, including a really, really good SEC football topic, uh, and then some sports media uh, stuff that I love uh, as far as kind of where our business is going and um, what you like and how you consume it and all that kind of fun stuff. I've got uh, the Blakey Blakester with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We hung out with the uh, Tito's crew and Russell's reserve crew last night. That may have been why I didn't know if it was Wednesday or Thursday. Um, you know, but we had a wonderful dinner and uh, we've got some awesome plans uh, for us and you. We'll be going to Lexington, Kentucky uh, in early August to uh, pick out a, a 
um, private selection barrel of Russell's Reserve. Shouldn't give you a straw? Well, that's, <laughs> Just straight no. into that barrel? But they do the, uh, what are the things called? Where they extract it? Yeah. And they give you the little snifter, the taste yeah. of it. Yeah. We've got a bunch of those Glencairn yeah. glasses, which I really like and at times prefer yeah. if I'm uh, pouring a little Kentucky Russell's Reserve bourbon yeah. at the house. Um, but yeah, it'll be fun. And, uh, well, everybody going has, has done a barrel pick. So it, it is fun when you go and it's new. When I, when, when, when Scott and Nathan went, Scott Kessler, Nathan McCarty went with me a couple of years ago. It was their first one. That was kind of cool. Um, but it's kind of an ordeal. You got a bougie group. Yeah. Bunch of, bunch of whiskey guys. Yeah. It's not a bad way to be. Yeah. It'll be fun. We had Bunch a good time. of successful culinary people. We had a good time last night. We did. That's uh, that's a good crew. We have cool clients. Yeah, we talked uh, fantasy football. That was funny. I was thinking well, about that's that because this we were sitting right where we do the fantasy football draft. Yeah, and we talked to Tr, who came by, and that's and, right. Uh, he's in the the league. Obviously. He almost won it. His son uh, has taken over. His he's ceded control to the next generation. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and I see the control to you in the last two years. You've yeah, absolutely uh, flopped. We went on an eight-game win streak this year. We just you know when somebody fakes a, a charge in basketball and, and looks ridiculous? That's what you have done. Do I need to huh. find somebody else? Because I think Jackson won it for I've me. I've kind of like not paid attention, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't, I don't I know. Got, what, I've had a lot going on. You haven't had a lot. Not last summer. Um, <laughs> so Every summer. I'm busy, man. Yeah, Staying on the streets. <laughs> I'm busy on August 28th. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> what's what's that quote? Uh, nobody's really busy. It's just where you are in the pecking order. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That, that's that a good one. That is 100% facts. I like that. That's, that's a good that's one. That's 100% facts. Um, all right. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app and the thezone1059.com. And, uh, well, you can hit us up. How about this? On National Insurance Awareness Day, we want to throw out the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line. 601-707-3750. This may be a good day to get a quote on bundling your uh, car and home and saving with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Also, Twitter handle, at Bowbounds. And uh, is it the 28th or 29th? It's the 9th. Oh. 29th. Okay. There we go. I'm on the wrong day. My bad. There we go. Here we go. This thing's not not doing right for me. Um, and then what was I going to throw out? Oh, what was Mississippi Ag? Is now the Ag Up Equipment text line. 801 Three seven seven six. I always think that I could give out my cell number when I'm giving out the text number. I don't know why that is, um, but that's just sometimes what I think about. So uh, don't do it anymore. That too. Oh, <laughs> Mike Leach got a new contract. Whoa, what? How does that sit with the? Uh, you know, there are a lot of people that are that are still believe he's you know going. You don't. You're 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 kind of negative towards Leach and his staff, but. I talked to a lot of people who were like, look, he walked into a bad situation. He's had to play a guy way too early. All of that is accurate. And they're ready to see kind of what a veteran quarterback could do over the next yeah. couple of years. Uh, because not that many teams really win 
with fresh, true freshmen. No. Not unless you're Tua in Alabama, right? Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not I, many teams win jokingly. with true freshman Mm-mm. quarterbacks in no. the SEC. No. And really true sophomore quarterbacks at a at any kind of high level. Now, you know, Mike pulled off two massive road wins last year at Auburn and at A&M. And two good home wins at home in Kentucky and NC State. So, I don't know. Um, but he he got a uh, contract e- extension. I don't think it's going to be the... What is what is Kiffin making? $7.6 Yeah, it won't be that. What do you think? He's somewhere between 5.5 and 6? Leach's first contract was 5, so I would agree that is a, probably an a accurate jump up, right? With incentives. Yeah, well, yes, of course. I'm talking base pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is what I'm... That's the, that's what they'll announce is like what his base... Yeah, I think it'll probably be 5.5, somewhere around there, 6. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Joe Moorhead got fired for winning two Egg Bowls. Mike Leach gets a raise for losing two Egg Bowls. Well, Moorhead didn't get fired for losing two Egg Bowls. He got fired because people close to the program understood that uh, the players were running the program and not Joe. Um. Yeah, so Mike has, for whatever reason, has had to play a true freshman yeah. and true sophomore QB in his in his first two years. QB is the least of my worries of this football team. The least. Interesting. I think it's all about the court. For Mike, I don't think it's all the other stuff. It, like when, you, when he wins with Gardner Minshew or Graham Harrell or Cliff Kingsbury... It's all about having a QB who is operating at a super high level. And that decides for Mike Leach whether they win or lose. Now, you got to block a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you got to uh, catch passes and you got to well, know where to catch passes. They, they've, they, they, they caught passes last year. Like their receiving core as a whole last year was pretty darn off the charts efficient. And so, you know, you didn't have. Like, for 100 years, you've had a ton of drops. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This isn't a receiving group that drops a bunch of balls. Um, Makai Polk, uh, what's the kid's name, Austin? Austin, uh, oh, my gosh. Williams? Uh, we talk, yes, we talked about him for 20 years. Uh, Jaden Wally. I was thinking about know, Rob th- those type guys. guys you know. Those type guys, you know, I, I didn't see a lot of drop balls last year. So, you know, uh, I don't think that's the issue either. The I think the issue will be whether, I hate to say it, it's all on Will and Mike. But I trust Mike with his QB coaching, and I think Will Rogers, after two and a half years, or two years in the program, is in a good spot. I guess my point was, those are the two things I trust to work out better. I don't know that I trust the offensive line. I don't think they've recruited well enough defensively or at skill positions to be what you have to be at the SEC level. So I actually like Mike Leach as an offensive coach. I love his QB coaching. I think Will Rogers can be a great quarterback in this system. It's all the other pieces that I wonder if they're even close to good enough to be successful. Yeah, I don't think all those pieces are ever going to be what you are talking about at a Mississippi State, Ole Miss, or Arkansas, or South Carolina. So I think we're that's kind of chasing a rabbit hole that's not ever going to happen. Live in the Bank Plus studio, out of bounds, powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and award-winning DancingRabbitGolf.com because I would argue that that's not what Lane won with. Lane didn't have all those checked that you just referenced. They won because they had an NFL QB and they could put pressure on you, you know, at certain times during the game and got just enough stops here and there. 
Uh, all right, we got to get into this SEC football topic. And Ole Miss is throwing a party this afternoon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy, Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities and congratulations on your record-setting production. The carbon-free energy from Grand Gulf will power a brighter future for generations to come. Entergy, we power life. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What's on the big board? Uh, so there's going to be a party at 515 this afternoon in Oxford, Mississippi, but really I don't think the party has stopped. And it will get cranked back up on the square about 11 a.m. when everybody opens and they can start serving Tito's Vodka Bloody Marys at Proud Larry's and Bouray, among many other establishments. Um, so I would say hydrate. BioLite, hydrate, BioLite, hydrate. I mean, you need to hydrate anyway because it's summertime in June in Mississippi. But... Uh, and you're reading all these, you know, all these people having to go to the emergency room. because We don't like not that. Being, no, I don't either. I mean, just drink water. Yeah. Um, it's been nice the last couple of days, but, yeah. but the 100-degree weather probably is on its way back. Yeah, probably, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, yeah, so the big national championship party this afternoon is technically at 515. I expect the square today and all the restaurants to be jam-packed yeah and the celebration will start when they open their doors at 11 a.m for lunch it may have started sunday night true and it's just been continuing until wednesday five when it really picks up right yeah that parade that parade will be look we saw what state did last year and and Ole Miss is doing a similar thing they're gonna kind of route through the town and then end up in the stadium and i'm sure it will be jam-packed with more people outside just like mississippi states was because these are two fan bases that arguably you know maybe arkansas maybe lsu no one else even compares in terms of uh what do we call it investment factor the way alabama's invested in football right mississippi state and ole miss have decided we're going to invest in baseball that way even more so over the last 20 years and you're seeing finally the fruits of that labor pay off both in Startville and Oxford a year apart. Well, it's they're just both crazy. responsible for uh, their national championships in that uh, it took Mike Bianco 
to light a fire under Mississippi State baseball that had been absolutely and totally passive and sitting on their hands for way too long. Uh, So Mike Bianco drove them to make changes and modernize their baseball program, which then uh, turned into a national championship. But prior to that, several College World Series appearances. Um, Mississippi State, by virtue of modernizing their program, pushed Ole Miss to do even more, even while Mike Bianco was there. And then... You know, last year with the national championship from MSU, uh, as Hunter Elliott said, and other players, you know, they saw all that national, all the national championship merch. Hunter Elliott's from Tupelo. So he saw all the T-shirts and bumper stickers and so on. And it made them want it even more, if you can. Uh, I mean, I know all these guys are swimming at a high level in the, in the 1% of college baseball. And that's why we're, I mean, the, the two programs have fed off each other to give you uh, back-to-back national championships. Yeah. And you could you could do a docu-series on, you know, Polk not getting it done, Bianco disrupting it, um, dominating early, making Mississippi State modernize their program, Cohen coming back, flipping it on Ole Miss, you know, Lamona's doing what he did along with some other players, now Mike Bianco and Elko, among others. Uh, you know, flipping it back. So it's 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 juicy. It's fantastic. There's storylines and characters and personalities for days. And the fact that both programs, in different respects, had to go through some pretty tough things. In that, Mike Bianco had to continuously be the bridesmaid in Super Regionals. Yeah. I mean, it was like the Buffalo Bills. You're going, what is happening? One and six in Super Regionals, like losing game threes over and over. This is crazy. Right. And Mississippi State had to deal with letting go of a legend in Ron Polk, whose ultimately second term wasn't successful, and you had to deal with that emotional thing. And then you had to deal with the chaos of the Andy Canizero-Henderson transition period. And so you've had two, you know, two different issues, but with your coaching staff either underperforming or not reaching what you want to do or messing up off the field. And you had to overcome that, and yet at the end of the day, both teams are highly successful. Both teams now have a title. And I've thought about this ever since it happened, and I keep looking back. Boy, if you're Mississippi State, this should be a wake-up call in the sense of you're lucky Mike Bianco didn't stumble into Omaha a couple times when he didn't make it. Right. Because this could have happened in 14. Or if he had made it you know, in 06 or 07, <laughs> you just don't know. You see how good a coach he is, and it finally clicks. I would be more inclined to believe it clicks more often down the road than it doesn't. Yeah. Now that he's kind of figured it out. Interesting. All right. The big board this morning brought to you by Independent Roofing Systems, the number one commercial roofing company in Mississippi, roofing.ms. Are we going to have Steve Robertson on? Yes. What time? 8.15 or 8.30. Do okay. choice. All right. Cool. So he'll be in the 8 o'clock hour. And he'll join us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Now, there's some uh, breaking news coming out of the state of Alabama slash Charlotte, North Carolina, in the world of SEC football. And Paul Feinbaum is going to jump back in and write another book. And this is his first book since he wrote the book in 2014. My conference can beat your conference. Why the SEC still rules college football. 
I got to be a little bit a part of that. I, I sent Ole Miss and Mississippi State people. Uh, Paul and his agent called me to grab two Ole Miss fans and two Mississippi State fans and send them over to Bryant-Denny Stadium for the uh, cover shoot of the book, which was kind of neat. And uh, we did that. Um, and that's where we got to know Paul and so on. Spoiler, SEC is still the best conference. Actually, it's even <laughs> it's even better today. The gap is wider. <laughs> than it was in 2014. Yeah, yeah And absolutely. so, Paul Feinbaum and John Talty um, are writing a book on the Nick Saban... Jimbo Fisher feud and the Nick Saban Kirby Smart feud although different and you know look say what you want about Feinbaum and and whether his show is only geared to people 65 and older um, and 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 how many of you can really listen to those phone calls I can't Um, and so on but he he figured out the deal he found his niche. At first, it was playing Bama off Auburn and Auburn off Bama. And then once Saban got there, as he told me at dinner a few years ago, um, their ratings shot to the roof and more than quadruple. And then what happened? The SEC decided to create their own network, and they decided to make Paul and the number one most passionate fan base in college football their face of the network by grabbing him and doing something that we think of it now as we watch Good Morning Football and they podcast that show and we see all the other things happening. And I guess you could go with two. It was it was Mike and Mike, Mike and Mike, Greenberg and Golick, but really the people behind them, producers, directors, they, they took their show and said, we can take that radio show and take it on the TV. And that's a simulcast. It also podcasts. So that's, that's several different ways to um, absorb it and and watch it or listen to it or whatever. And that's what the SEC Network did with the Feinbaum Show. And so he wrote that book in 2014, and now he's going to write a book on the Nick Saban-Jimbo Fisher feud and the saban Kirby Smart kind of feud, but relationship that I think is also very, very complicated. But Kirby Smart is never going to allow you to know that. He's just going to say really nice things about Nick Saban and Terry Saban, or who he calls Miss Terry. Right? And how many times is he going to refer to her in, in, in interviews? So they're going to write a book that'll be out next September. The show is brought to you by Havana Smoke Shop. Also, and that's where you go to get premium cigars, at 55 North, Frontage Road, and across from Shaggy. We're doing a giveaway today, Russell's Reserve Wild Turkey. We'll tell you more about that on the other side. Good morning. Welcome in. It's really despicable. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. 
Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy, Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities and congratulations on your record-setting production. The carbon-free energy from Grand Gulf will power a brighter future for generations to come. Entergy, we power life. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, listen up. This is the SEC Insider Hit, powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store. Good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice in the great state of Mississippi. We are streaming live for you on the Zone1059.com and the Out of Bounds radio app. We're hitting on really three topics today. The National Championship for Ole Miss Baseball and the parade this afternoon. It starts at 5.15, but technically I think it started uh, Sunday night. But it will really fire off today around 11 a.m. at all the restaurants and bars in Oxford as people will get, um, as the libations will be throw, uh, rolling through. And, uh, and people are going to have fun celebrating. There's nothing better than celebrating a national title. Or there's not many things, but I mean, it is one of the, in sports, when it, it, it's the pinnacle, it is the pinnacle of celebrating a title. I mean, I don't care if you're the Colorado Avalanche right now, or the Golden State Warriors, or the Ole Miss Rebels, um, or two A softball. It, sure. does, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it, you know, celebrating is what. What think about all the teams that haven't had an opportunity mm-hmm. to celebrate um, in any big sport or their just their sport. So that'll be wild at 5.15, but it'll start early today and, and go through the lunchtime and afternoon and so on in Oxford. Um, another topic is Feinbaum is coming out of retirement to write a book. And I know he's not retired, but I'm talking about on the book writing side. And he hasn't written a book since 2014, so he's now going to write a book on the feud between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. In which, you know, no doubt Jimbo Fisher and Ross Bjork totally embarrassed themselves uh, in May. But I don't think anybody that really follows SEC football is surprised. It's really despicable. <laughs> How many times did he... He said despicable like 20 times. It was incredible. It reminded <laughs> me of a cartoon character, and I can't pull it right now. Well, it's like when, when I was a kid, the, the way he, he talks like... Uh, you talking about the rooster? No, no, no. 
Foghorn Leghorn. Is it? Is it? Is it? Uh, was it the Roadrunner? What, what? What was that? All right, it was like when I was seven, eight years old. This is like uh, 1982. Roadrunner and Coyote didn't talk. Okay, then it was. Uh, there was a cartoon character. Here, let me play his voice again and listen. Please do. We ain't going nowhere. That's it. A guy named Slice Bread. That's it. No, that's more. And, and a guy named dro- Slice Bread. Will you drop the Despicable again? Jimbo's thoughts on Paul Feinbaum's new book. It's really despicable. Yeah, so there was, in that whole, there were only about three cartoons rolling, and they were all <laughs> awesome, I thought. That's all you had They on were Saturday all black morning. and white. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, no, we had color TV. <laughs> and uh, that's been overplayed now by you. I know. Um, like, big time. Um, but so, I, but I can't remember the character that, that talks real fast with a little bit of a twang. Foghorn Leghorn is the one uh, I remember that has the twang. Darn it. Darn it. We're getting, it definitely wasn't Daffy Duck. <laughs> Was it Sylvester Sam? I don't remember I don't who know that who, I don't know who that that's is. That's who it is. Porky, I think it's Porky the Pig. I, I think it is. I don't remember what cartoon he was in. I think that was it. Uh, will you drop the Despicable again? It's really despicable. Yeah. And will you do the other one? A guy named Slice Bread. That's, that's, all, that's so good. That is so good. Who is Sylvester Sam? I, I, I can remember, but I don't remember exactly. You know who else he reminds me of? The um, the little uh, red-bearded cowboy that I, would always Elmer shoot. Maybe Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd is probably who you're thinking it of. It may be Elmer who Fudd. Hunted Daff- yes, who hunted yes, Bugs yes, Bunny. Yes, yeah. I think that was, that was it. It's really I, despicable. I think it was Elmer Fudd. That's funny. We may have to pull up YouTube during the break. <laughs> Start sound testing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, But, man, y'all are awesome. Um, we got like 15 different characters. <laughs> it, it is a little Daffy. No. I mean, I could see a little bit of that, but I think it may be Elmer Fudd. Yeah. Uh, it may be Porky the Pig. I, 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 I think it's Elmer Fudd. I thought Fudd. about it yeah. in May, and I should have said it and looked it up later in the day and listened to some clips of those cartoons from like, you know, early eighties, but I think they may have been running for years by then. But anyway, out of bounds, ESPN one Oh five, nine, the zone brought to you by Muskelly sleep store. You can visit Muskelly's.com. Obviously, um, the location at the airport, which I think most people know it right there, right there by the airport and off the interstate, that would be I 20. Um, so I've been sleeping on the purple mattress for almost a year. We love it. I slept on it last night. It was beautiful. It was fantastic. The mattress is American made, uh, instantly adapts to your body. And here's the kicker as you get older, it doesn't trap heat. The purple mattress at Muskelly sleep store, or any of the seven locations where you can find, uh, any number of Muskelly mattresses, uh, including Sealy and Tempur-Pedic and so on. But uh, right now, we've been sleeping on the purple mattress um, from Muskelly Sleep Store. All right, good morning. Welcome in. Feinbaum and John Talty will write a book on the Saban-Fisher feud and the Saban-Kirby feud, but totally different than Jimbo and Saban. But I think as this article on AL.com did a great job framing up, both complicated relationships. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's part of it. When when you're talking about in the high-stakes game of SEC and college football 
and every everything is pressure to get the next four or five star recruit, which all three of those are battling against each other nonstop in living rooms on the phone and so on at camps and with high school coaches and they all they don't personally unless they're idiots. Uh, but people within their organizations or alumni bases have to deal with third-party flesh peddlers and so on. I mean, it is a nonstop on a, a hamster on a wheel. What is the next guy? Because it's never enough. I mean, even if you just sign three edge rushers that you love and two phenomenal wide receivers that you love and two o- offensive tackles that you love, it's never enough, is it? You got to sign the next three edge rushers. Right, two offensive tackles, two more wide receivers, the next quarterback, and and you got to get a defensive tackle that can absolutely blow up the interior offensive line of the other team. That's it's just never ending. It's and and so there's there's never a time for in this pressurized world that they live in of taking your foot off the accelerator. Never. I mean, it's it's why we all look at Saban and go. How does he, you know, how does he do it? But how- more than ever before, there's more sharks nipping at the sides, right? Like it used to, maybe five years ago, there were only two or three sharks. Now it feels like there's five or six sharks nipping at him from every side. And every time you take even a half second off, Kirby gets another one. Jimbo gets another one. Dabo pulls another one. Yeah. You know, Lincoln at, now at Southern Cal. Oh, they're, but, but at they're doing a great job. I mean, he was pulling some people at Oklahoma that they had not pulled prior to his. Because he was going out to L.A. prior yeah. to going taking a job yeah. in L.A. Yeah. I think Which I think was the whole part of it. He, yeah. he was spending so much time in Southern California recruiting. It, <laughs> makes, it made sense. I, yeah. He's like, do I want to live in the middle? I, look, the, the middle of the country is wonderful. And I know people dog where we live. And I'm like, dude. Y'all don't get it. We're we're close to the coast. Yeah. We're close to New Orleans. <laughs> we're close to all these cool things. When you're out in Omaha or out in uh, Norman slash Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. you're not close to anything. Mm-mm. But anyway, the point is Lincoln Riley was like, hold on. I keep going out here and staying at this Manhattan Beach Hotel while I'm recruiting. Maybe I should live here. <laughs> and, I, and now, you know, my wife's coming out here and hold on. Maybe I should take the Southern Cal job. <laughs> anyway, back to Paul Feinbaum and John Talty are going to write a book, and I think it's going to be delicious, and it's going to be like a a 36-ounce bone-in ribeye Mm -hmm. at Kessler Prime or 44 Prime in Starkville, Mm -hmm. and whatever it is you like to pair with your steak. And I, I think both relationships are super complicated, but I think Jimbo has such thin skin. They all do. All coaches do. Okay, I love them. We all love them. They're so quirky, weird, egotistical, you know, blah, 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 and all that. Uh, and, and that's why it's all about the personalities on shows like this, right? Give me, this is wonderful. I, give me this. A book by Feinbaum and Talty on Saban Fisher and Kirby, and both of them beat him last year. I mean, I thought Lane Train was going to have a chance. And what ended up was Jimbo beats them in a weird, weird night in College Station, which I would have lost money. Mm-hmm. And then, now, I wasn't surprised Kirby won once some things played out uh, 
going into that game and once Alabama lost another one of their wide receivers. But the bottom line is Kirby did what he needed to do after coming up short in the SEC championship game. And let's be honest, Saban and them worked Georgia in December in Atlanta in a game where we thought it was it was Kirby's time then. And uh, they didn't have anything for that passing game, which I think still shows you why you should throw the ball mm-hmm. over running the ball. And what, what the smartest website in football talks about, profootballfocuspff.com, you know, this makes more sense than this. Not that you can't have success at times yeah. smoking people and the ability to running do both the football. Is, the ability to do both well is obviously the ultimate goal, right? Right. You'd like to be the Patriots in some years where it's like, hey, we'll run for 400 week one and we'll throw for 400 week two and we'll do that all season. No question. But most teams can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to take poison, right? And it, it feels like in college football especially, give me the Kiffin you know, leech style way over the, the Jimbo Kirby style. Yes. Yes. And, and yet in a, in a weird night in college station and a weird year in college football and a weird year in college football, no question down offense where Jimbo beat Saban, you know, in a night that give them credit, what they did in the second half. I could not believe they turned that game in the third quarter. Mm-mm. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe what I was watching. It was amazing to watch. Yeah. And, and couldn't believe that Zach Calzada made those throws. But also, I got to give the A&M defense credit. They, they made some unbelievable stops in that game against Bama's studs. And then for Kirby to will it, Bama's dominating again in the national championship game early. Okay. And then to hang in there, which is what you got to do. We talk about Mike Bianco hanging in there for 21 years. To hang in there and turn the tide, no pun intended, on Bama in that game. And when Saban lost to both his protégés. And it was the two we didn't necessarily pick as the first two to beat him. Right. I I, I was thinking Lane was trending towards a win. And especially Jimbo's team last year that had come off back-to-back losses to Arkansas and Mississippi State. It just was weird how that happened. And then Jimbo, or I mean, uh, Georgia's team, their defense was clearly the best defense in college football, probably in the modern era, but maybe ever. And yet their offense was archaic, but it's the one that beats Alabama. Not the one that looked like they had them beat in the national title four years ago, right? It's just crazy that that's how it lined up. But when you go back to this book with Feinbaum, to me, my question to you is, you mentioned the feud, you keep using that word feud, between Jimbo and Saban, and then you use the word relationship between Saban and Smart, I'd like to get your thoughts on why you think it is a different dynamic between the two. Uh, and is Smart's relationship with Saban worse than it seems on public eye? Well, one, because Kirby Smart uh, coached with Saban longer. Um, two, because Kirby's the son of a coach. Three, because Kirby coached on the side of the ball where Nick Saban specialized, so to speak. And even though Jimbo and Saban had success, Kirby and Saban had an enormous amount of success. Yes. And there was a little bit of a father-son relationship for a while there in Tuscaloosa. And Kirby was able to do what other coaches were not able to do during that time, and that's stay there as long as he did and wait out until the job that he opened, opened. I'm sorry, the job that he wanted, excuse me, which is his alma mater in Georgia yeah. where he played. He wasn't leaving for anything else, right. it felt like. And, and, yeah. and I do have to give Kirby Smart credit. Uh, a lot of men and women will jump when they don't need to jump. 
That's very, you gotta, you know, life is life and you, you make some, you need to make just a few more good moves than not make awful moves Mm -hmm. than, you know, overcoming, maybe not a great move, but Kirby had the ability to say no and say no and think that eventually it was going to work out and his alma mater would open and he would get it, uh, which kudos to him. And so that's why I think it's different. Plus, Kirby's never going to do what Jimbo Fisher did. I mean, and lose his mind. I think Jimbo feels like Saban doesn't respect him, and Kirby knows that Saban respects him. Do you think Saban respects Jimbo Fisher? Uh, not like he... Do I think he respects him? Yeah, I don't know what he thinks now. But do I... Yes. Do I think he thinks Jimbo is talented and does some things? Well, absolutely. Do I think he looks at him like Kirby Smart? I do not. Mm-hmm. But I think they're both comp. I think this is life. Okay? Life, you have complicated relationships. It's part of it. Okay? Uh, you, a lot of people do just fine dealing with them. Some don't. It's it's the way it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, life is, whether it's whether it's pers- super personal or whether it's business or whatever. And a lot of times those lines bleed. Yeah. Especially in sports. I mean, we have it in politics in this state. Yeah. There are some very complicated relationships with very powerful yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. And so it's it's the same deal, man. And and, and it's just an in, this is happens to be an industry that we talk about publicly. Mm-hmm. It's like this in other industries. Yeah. Medicine, trucking, law. Yeah. Absolutely. Law. Yeah. Okay. Sure. There's all kinds of complicated relationships. Yeah. Where people have both battled, but also somewhat get along. There's respect, but they've also been frustrated as hell with each other. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, it's just the, the the quicksand that we all dive into. Yeah, in and life. you mentioned watching, and I think that's a perfect segue into the things that we okay. talked about pre pre uh, show. Well, hold, can I drop the giveaway? Absolutely, please. Right, so let's drop the giveaway, and then <laughs> we hold. But don't probably should have done that already. <laughs> no, no, no. We got plenty of time. Don't hold that thought. I got it. All right. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by the Purple Mattress from Miskelly Sleep Store. Check it out. You'll love it. I love it. Wendy loves it. I didn't know she was going to love it that much. I'm super excited about it. The Purple Mattress from Miskelly Sleep Store. All right. You're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. On a Wednesday, we're going to give away a Russell's Reserve Wild Turkey Prize Pack. I mean, they sent us some cool stuff. And we're very excited to give it away because that's, we want all y'all. Well, you're all winners, but I wish I could give everybody things that are really cool. All right. So here's how this is going to take a little bit more. You got plenty of time till 10 a.m. ish to do it. I don't want you to do it in the car. All right. We want you to go to either Apple Podcasts, search the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds, or Spotify, search the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds, and leave a rating or review. And hit that subscribe button. Easy peasy. That's still easy. It's on your phone. Uh, Because of you, our numbers are awesome. We appreciate it. I don't know if we can thank you enough for going back and listening to a segment, to an hour, to the nonsense that we talk about, or a Mike Bianco monologue. Whatever it is, thank you for going back to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Our digital component and piece continues to grow. We're giving away a Russell's Reserve Wild Turkey prize pack. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. Yeah. This weekend. Okay? Fourth of July. 
you can use it. Um, leave a rating or review either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That way, if you have your Google Android phone, you can yeah. go to the Spotify, Google, Podcast Google Podcast or Spotify yeah. side. Yeah. yeah, we can see all of those things. We know, but we just know that most of our listeners are Apple. So Okay, that's right. Yeah. All right, so I dropped that. What was on Boom. your mind? No, uh, you mentioned, because we were talking about the Jimbo and Saban and everything, you mentioned how in the focus of the public it is right how it's out there it's something we talk about every day obviously sports radio and sports tv i mean there's 24-hour networks dedicated to just talking about one sport individually yeah let alone sports center and things like that where you're talking about all the things so some numbers came out from the fox uh executive vice president uh michael mulhill he's the fox sports evp and head of strategy the he dude uses, is awesome. Yeah, he uses data from Nelson. He's tied into all that kind of stuff. And I've heard him on podcasts. Yeah. He's pretty darn cool. Well, you don't get to Fox Sports EVP and without you know knowing your stuff. Right? And he nerds out on these podcasts, and I nerd out with him That's while right. I'm listening. So he dropped some information yesterday that I thought was incredibly interesting, and it speaks to what you talked about and what we've talked about with our college baseball fandom or college football fandom in the SEC. Over the last 12 months... Americans have watched 1.5 trillion minutes of live sports events <laughs> on national Say television. Say it one more time. 1.5 trillion minutes. That's with a T. Yes. So what that comes out to is in the last 12 months, the average what? American has watched 75 hours of live sports. I'm so glad we're in sports marketing yeah. and sports content. Go ahead. Let me give you this. This is incredible. That's a 16% increase over a comparable 12-month period from a decade before, okay. from 2011 to 2012. And he talks about some of that is slight population growth. Some of that is the growth of networks. Obviously, we didn't have the SEC network. We didn't have any of the conference stuff. The MLB network was very infant. Like Those types of things were still growing. More right? people have iPhones to Ab stream. Absolutely. Androids, yeah. And so uh, the availability of, of live sports in the last 10 years has erupted, is what uh, Michael Mulvihill executive vice president Ooh, for Fox Sports, uh, said, in 2011 and 12, a 10-year window, 2011 and 12, 14,440 hours of live TV was sports. Just 15,000. We'll round it up. Perfect. 15,000 hours of live sports in 2011 and 12. This past 21-22 season, 35,000 hours of live sports. It's a 140% gain in sports availability on national television. That's incredible. It really is. And we know what the NFL does as a monster, but what it tells you is sports in general has become an all-consumptive product. Yeah. You have to have live sports on TV because it's the last bastion of unknown entertainment. Yes. There is, it's the one area of life where we can still say we don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. And so that you see that from 15,000 hours in 2011 and 12 to 35,000 hours in 21-22. 15,000 to 35,000. In, in live sports availability. A 140% gain. Yeah. That's stuff like the SEC Network showing baseball games all, all season, right? And That's every, insane. every football game is now on TV now. Yeah. You know, for every conference. And every basketball game. Basketball games, right? And then that doesn't include Softball. NHL, right. NFL, NBA, soccer's on TV in a way that we've never seen in America before, right? Like, there's just so much more availability. And that speaks to why we're interested in a book about a feud between three old white guys who coach football. That in reality, you know, it's like, it's like why are we, it's like Housewives of Atlanta, 
but for college football. Well, that's a good point. It is like but look how we're consuming. Whatever. We're consuming 75 hours a year per person of just live sports. Well, you can tell Feinbaum in this article talking about the book that he's going to write, right, on Saban Fisher and Kirby Smart. He also basically gives you, he tells you that they're going to sell it to Netflix or Amazon Prime or somebody and that this is going to be some kind of docu-series because as, as it says in this article, Blake, the Michael Jordan, the last dynasty, and winning time with the Lakers were such grand slams. That's what they're. That's what these boutique networks are looking for now. Uh, whether it's Netflix, Apple TV, or Amazon Prime, so they're going to take this book and make it into a docu series. Ain't no doubt about it. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the Purple Mattress from Miskelly Sleep Store. Miskelly's.com. Back in a second. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.